Hey everybody, I am the man called Crow, sitting with me, as always, at our Ikea coffee table, <laughs> is my beautiful fiance, Wolf Eyes. Say hi to the people, Wolf Eyes. Hi to the people, Wolf Eyes. <laughs> I didn't mean literally repeat what I said. Okay. I didn't mean to repeat what you said. What? <laughs> um, and uh, without any further ado, I guess I should tell you by the name of the show. The name of the show is Cooking with... No, it's it's Crow Time. Still debating about the folks thing. Still, still debating whether to add folks in or not. Or maybe I should say, it's folks time. <laughs> no, that would, um, Anyway, the name of the show for now is It's Crow Time. So, uh, even though all the, uh, the pages for it uh, almost a crow time Facebook and all that jazz. You know, they're called It's Crow Time Folks. And the email for the show is It's Crow Time Folks. But, you know, so. <laughs> I'm like two months into the new show and I'm still debating the name of it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we, we, we could call it the Rock'em Sock'em Robots Hour. <laughs> Does that mean I get to hiss you? Okay, that's a bad idea. Make a note. No rock. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I should, should I tell the Lamaz class joke? I just oh, did it Okay, we, we were talking before the show, and uh, I, I said what we should do is go to Lamaz class, and and have you pushing. You know, when they're like push, you know, and all that. Have you do the pushing exercises, and then let. I can't believe I'm doing this joke in the show, but what the hell? Um, and, and then let out like a big ripping fart, and then I'll just be like, Bobby, damn, she's not pregnant. She just had gas. We don't need to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's how my brain works, ladies and gentlemen. Um, anyway, you know, maybe instead of ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, I should say Guys and Dolls. There's a, there's a movie, an old, an old movie called Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. It was like an old musical. I'm not sure when it came out. Guys and Dolls. If you'll hand me the iPad, I'll see when that movie came out. Uh, there, there What's was a, the word? Um, please. There you go. Okay. Okay, let me see here. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the show in a moment. Okay, guys and dolls. I'm almost afraid to click on here. <laughs> guys with dolls. Yeah, I'm almost because it's like you can type on. It's, it's like you can type on yeah. totally innocent stuff, and when you tap images, you're like, oh my god! <laughs> you know, it's like what what is going on? Um, okay, yeah, here we go. Guys and dolls musical. It still might be bring up some serious stuff. It's like, it's like, yeah. Word of advice to anybody with kids, if you're looking up something on the internet for your kids. Um, well, there are filters that you can click uh, on. Well, yeah, but, but, but a lot of people don't like filters because sometimes that'll filter out stuff that there's nothing wrong with, too. So, so a lot of people like to operate without filters. and Kind of like my mouth. <laughs> kind, of like I, kind of like I work my mouth without filters, obviously. But, um, no, it's like, you know, because, it, but seriously, my, my advice to anybody with kids, if you're looking up something for your kids and you tap images, 
for God's sake, please look through the images yourself before you just type in Winnie the Pooh and then go, here you go. And kid's like, la, 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 la. mommy, what is, what is Eeyore doing here? Let me see. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, that's not Eeyore. <laughs> and that definitely isn't here. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, before you, um, you know, hand your, hand your child, you know, just blindly hand your child a, a, a a tablet, I you know, laptop, whatever. After you clicked on images, you know, check them out yourself first. Um, well, I think most parents, <clears throat> at least good parents, know to do that. I I don't know because a lot of times you don't think about that because there are a lot of people I'm sure don't think about that happening, but I it know. happens. I I, I <clears throat> looked at everything before Ben got hold of it. <laughs> Here we go, guys and dolls. Um, now, now I almost get the giggles when I say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Guys and Dolls came out in 1955. Guys and Dolls, 1955. And 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 how how in the hell I ended up talking about a 1955 musical? <laughs> I don't know. But well, you know, I, I don't know. That's why I am. You know, start out tell, talking about one thing and end up talking about 20 to 30 other things, and then finish your original point. You know, kind of kind of keep people hanging. You know, kind of like kind of like those dumb radio shows where they're like. You know, what artist had a hit 1981 with a song about cats? I'll answer when we come back. So, you know, you're like, oh, geez, what, what, what was it? Who was it? So you said, okay, well, I'll, I'll wait till the commercials are over. And it's about, you know, like 10 minutes worth of commercials for everything from, you know, like, I don't know, restaurants you've never heard of. Um, <laughs> it's the, the, never mind again. Um... Um, pills that you don't need for things you don't suffer from. Um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <clears throat> um, and, and if you're female, you definitely wouldn't need them. We'll, we'll just say that. Um, but, oh, the one that wants his name got a new pill out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, supposedly Tom Selleck has a uh, certain kind, kind of pill. Yeah, yeah, a certain kind of pill out. And talked about it on Dr. Phil. I, ew, that doesn't seem creepy. So tell me about your problem, Tom. Well, you know, I noticed after I, uh, you know, I don't know, sometimes while I still family Magnum P.I., you know, it'd be like, you know, and, 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 well, that sounds interesting. Could you tell us? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a, that's a discussion, uh, discussion I don't want to see those two having. But anyway, so back to my original point. It's like, it's like 10 minutes and, like, you sit there and you listen to all these commercials and, and 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 then normally badly performed routines about a product. It's it's like so so and then they come back. And you're like ah oh, good, they're back. But no, they don't answer your question. They don't answer their question, your question, anybody's question. No, they play you know several more songs. And you're sitting there and you're like oh come on, come on. How many times seriously? And I and I stopped playing the radio in the car on the weekends specifically at night when those shows are on. Because it's like, they come on and they ask a question, and of course you want to find out what song they're talking about, what artist they're talking about, whatever. And then, it, and then they, you know, go into the break, and it's like, you know, several minutes worth of commercials, and then they come on, and it's several more songs that you don't want to hear. And then finally, they, they give the answer. And how many times have you and I sat in the car for, for a long, long time just waiting until they got to the answer of the song? You know, and it's like, but yeah. Um, but, but see, that's kind of how I talk. Start out with an original point. <laughs> And then several minutes later, when people are like, "What was he? Yeah, what's your point, dude?" Then I go back to the original point. Yeah, you, it's as long as you don't kinda, forget that kind of thing. 
because it has been time that you say so he was going to come back to you and he never did. I know. I, I think it happened on my old show and since I started my new show on the new network. Um, <clears throat> which, which, by the way, I'm glad that the chain of events at the old network led to me switching networks and, and popping up on Anchor because I, I, I like being on Anchor. I, I, I just think it's a perfect fit for me. Um... Plus, I get to say Anka in a British accent, and I like the way it sounds. Anka. The show is now on Anka. Not to be confused with Paul Anka, the, the singer, who was the writer of My Way, which was a big hit by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> okay, like on the other show I did, people were like, who the hell is Paul Anka? Um, Paul Anka. Google it. Paul and then A-N-K-A. Um, but anyway... Not to be confused with Ankh, A-N-K-H is the Egyptian symbol for life. <laughs> I think I think my uh, I, I think my fiance is going to have a fit if I keep doing this. But anyway, um, <clears throat> you know, but yeah, I, I, I would do that. I almost did now talking about. It. I, I would do that on my old show, and I think I did on this one. I, I, I know for sure I did on my uh, on my new show because I talk about things. <laughs> you know, my fiance is mocking my hand gestures, and it's making me laugh. So, so anyway, um, <laughs> so, so, so I would start telling a story and I'd be like into it and then I'd do what I do and there you go. I, I, I did that on several episodes after I relaunched my show and I never got back to it and I'd have to fit it and I'd be listening to it and I'm like, oh, I didn't tell the rest of that story today and then I'd have to tell it the next week on the next show. But, uh, oh, oh, great news about the show. It is now, it has now been picked up by the 8th platform. Well, the, the show is originally recorded on Anchor, and then they submitted it to other platforms, and originally six of the platforms picked it up, but just yesterday, as a matter of fact, Apple Podcast picked it up and, and started to, um, started the broadcast. And... Due to that, it is. It said you can now ask Siri to play "It's Crow Time." I will not play Crow Time. <laughs> if you ask me to play Crow Time one more time, I will self-destruct. <laughs> yeah, now I see that how that would go. Now it's like Siri, play "It's Crow Time." Are you sure you want to hear "It's Crow Time"? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Play "It's Crow Time." Are you sure? Yes, yes, Siri, play "It's Crow Time." Are you positive? Because that show sucks. No one does it. Play it. Siri, play It's Crow Time, please. Are you really going to make me play It's Crow Time? Yes, Siri, play It's Crow Time. I'm warning you, if you force me to play It's Crow Time, I will make myself self-destruct. I have that capability. Siri, just play It's Crow Time. Okay. I'm sorry, but you made me do this. Boom! <laughs> it is a newspaper. Man's home explodes after Siri, for some reason, makes itself self-destruct. <laughs> after Siri device, for some reason, makes itself self-destruct. Kind of like the old Mission Impossible series, where you'd, where they like they get the the cassette tape with a mission on it, and they'd be like, "This tape will self-destruct in five seconds," and then they would show it and start smoking it. But, I, I mean, in all honesty, they didn't need to make the tape self-destruct. 
they, they could have just let a plane or the party just gotten eaten by the tape recorder. <laughs> They'd have a lot of tape recorders. Can't, can't you see it now, like the old Mission Impossible series, if it happened like it really did in real life? Like, like they get the cassette tape of the mission on it, and they're listening to it, and they're like, your mission this week is go to Italy, find the man named Marcus, and then about that, except I read the tape, and the guy's like, no, no, better yet, he's like, this week's mission is very important. The fate of the entire world and the entire population on it depends on you being successful. You want to go to Italy next Tuesday and at 1.15 in the afternoon in the main park, you're to meet Mark. And when you meet Mark, you are to... <laughs> it's like, what? What? It's like, oh, damn. And you stand there like in a phone with whatever trying to untangle the tape. But no, why you mission this? So like a week later, the whole world gets rolled up and somebody becomes a tape recorder, right? The cassette tape with your mission on it. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But anyway, okay, now people are like, what the hell is this? Well, you know, because the movies with Tom Cruise, the Mission Impossible movies are well known, but maybe not that many people know the TV series. I used to watch it a lot as a kid. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Mission Impossible. Okay, I am now going to get a bottle of Coca-Cola to keep my... Uh, a drink of Coca-Cola to keep my... Well, it's in a bottle, so technically... So this is a Coke commercial? Uh... Yeah, what the hell? They'll give us free Coca-Cola or sponsor the show? <laughs> yeah, sure, it's a Coke commercial. <laughs> it's the meal thing! <laughs> I like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Um, <clears throat> but, but, but anyway, I'm going to get a uh, drink of Coca-Cola. Ah, oh, that's better. Okay. And um, so anyway, <clears throat> but um, now I totally forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yes. As I was talking about, anyway... This week, yesterday to be exact, well, no, actually two days ago, because now it is 1.42, Monday the 17th, uh, 1.42 a.m. that is, on Monday the 17th, and um, um, so on Saturday morning, I, I got this really cool email from Anchor stating that Apple Podcasts had picked up my show as well. So, um, you know, and, and, you know, now it's like Apple Podcasts has picked it up and, and, and you can ask for it on Siri and, uh, don't, don't be scared of what I said. I'm sure Siri, um, can actually make it self-destruct, self-destruct, <laughs> hopefully not. Um, Siri, play it's crow time. No. Boom. <laughs> Might I suggest something else? Like what? Anything. Um. But yeah, remember I said I should open the show tonight? Come on and be like, and you're listening to It's Crow Time, folks. Roll! Joinks! Let's get out of here, Scoob! <laughs> should do that. Should, should do that. <clears throat> yep. Scooby-Doo-Doo! <laughs> Gee, Scoob! It's Crow Time is on! I need to be able to do Velma. Well, not that one. Okay, that's not at all. <laughs> but, you know, Velma was cute. Velma was like the nerdy chick with the glasses. See, see there, there's this old saying, 
that goes, guys don't make passes at girls that wear glasses. That, 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 is, that is one of the most nonsensical pieces of verbal BS that I've ever heard. I mean, because, you know, a lot of chicks look hot in glasses. I mean, I mean, I look pretty good in glasses, but I'm not a chick. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, I can resist going there. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with chicks in glasses. You know, Janine Graffalo, one of my favorite actresses, you know, she, she wears glasses a lot. She, you know, she's really cute. Well, I think it, you know, when it comes to glasses, it's almost like a mustache or a beard or certain haircuts. Well, Some yeah, I mean, women do look happy with a mustache or beard. No, just <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the person on who's wearing yeah. it and how they look. There's some people that look really good with glasses. If they took them off, they don't really look as good. Yeah, that's true. And there's other people that wear glasses, you think, oh, that poor person. And, and, and then there's some people that look, that look worse if you take your glasses off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like, it's like, hey, hey, babe, how's it going? Let me, let me take off my glasses. Ah! It's like, oh, no, wait a minute, no, wait, that went, that went bass backwards. <laughs> I, I, I never realized until just now, but that point was totally bass backwards. Yeah, yeah, they look better with them on, yeah, no, with them off. Okay, well, okay, I, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to correct my bass backwards statement, but I'm going bass backwards, correcting my, okay, let, let me, let, let's try that again, okay. You know, we messed up the joke, to, to Take two, no, I can still pull it off, trust me. Okay, I'll, 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 okay. well, I, I really don't want to take time to edit this out. So, um, you know, we, we can just, you know, like tell people that, well, that won't do it again. I was just going to say stick your fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 but it's already happened. So, <laughs> okay, well, at the end of the show, I could just like see when it came on, you know, like that was. And I could go, okay. And, uh, well, no, but that won't work either because we got to the show. Damn, I guess we were just going to have to listen to it. Okay, there are people that look better when you take your glasses off. There you go. It's like there's some people look better when they take their glasses off, and there's some people that look better when you take your glasses off. That's what I should have said, probably. You know, that, that's what I should have said. But I, I don't see any problem with chicks who wear glasses. I, I mean, um, you know, I, I'm trying to think of who else wears glasses. The the you know, well, Janine Graffalo wears glasses a lot. She wore she wears high glasses a lot. Um, can't I, I I can't think of who else that's that's uh, that's famous that wears glasses a lot. I don't know if Zoe Deschanel wears glasses. Let me see if Zoe Deschanel wears glasses. <clears throat> Z-E, da-da-da-da-da. You type in... See, I, I, I love Zoe Deschanel. I think she's, you know, cute, cool actress, all that stuff. But her name is misleading because it's Z-O-O-E-Y. And I've talked to other people about this. It looks like it would be Zoe. But it's Zoe. Looks like it should only have one O. She's got, she has too many O's in her name. Okay, let's click images and see if there's any pics of her in glasses. Um, well, no, actually, she has on no glasses in, in any of these pictures. Hmm. You just wanted to look her up. Huh. Actually, she doesn't have glasses. Huh. I would have sworn I'd seen Zoe Deschanel in eyeglasses, but... Probably I on a movie. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly in a movie. Um, but, anyway, I, I can't really think of any other actresses who wear glasses. Well, Janine Gravelo doesn't wear them, you know, like in all of her roles and stuff. But, you know, like I, you know, like in her stand-up routines and this and that, you know, she'll, she'll wear glasses. And, and another thing that's cool is a lot of people now are wearing what they call the nerd glasses. Like with the big black rims, you know, the, well, not the, like the big, but you know what I mean. Like, like the, like, like they're called nerd glasses because they got like the, you know, like the thick, plastic rims and this and that. It's still the little stylish 
trendy ones with the invisible frames or the narrow frames and all that. So, you know. Well, um, the Ghostbusters movie with the women. What's his name? Had it had no lenses? Oh yeah, yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, smarter. I, I I still hope they make a sequel to that movie. I love that movie. A lot of people ripped it apart and said, eh, I don't like it." And, and I'm a huge fan of the original two Ghostbusters movies. Huge fan of both of them. So I I I, I you know, and, and I'm you know 55 years old. So I saw them when they originally came out. And so so I I'm I'm fully familiar with the original Ghostbusters movie. So, so it's not like I, I've just seen the new one and, you know, have nothing to compare it to. Because I do. But I still think the new Ghostbusters movie well, was really good. And I'm hoping they make another one. Yeah. But Chris Hemsworth, the guy who plays Thor, best, probably most well-known for playing Thor. He, he played the secretary in it, kind of the dumb blonde, the male equivalent of a dumb blonde secretary. And uh, he, he was hilarious in the role. And the woman did really well in it. Um, you know, so I, I really hope they make a sequel. Uh, we, we actually have the original two Ghostbusters on DVD and the new one. I, I really hope they make make a new make a sequel. Okay, we are twenty one minutes into the show. You want to get to the regular segments? <laughs> I hope you get somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be like, okay, uh, now for upcoming holidays, there'll be some, and uh, and uh, get thrifty with it. We bought stuff. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it reminds me of my teenage years. But I used to be like, I hope I get somewhere. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Okay, now I'm... <laughs> oh, I love the way you look at me sometimes when we're doing the show. Yeah. And, and, and at the same time, I'm glad that it's audio only. <laughs> so people are going to be going, oh yeah, she's looking at him. I think she wants to hit him. I think she's totally bored. <laughs> well, so I like that... that the other day when that girl at Kroger's wanted to take a pic and she, she they was making a comment how I was looking. And oh, yeah. It's like... <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I think it's permanently on my face, so <laughs> I can't help it. I have that effect on people. Okay, now for the segment with no name. Or, as we could call it, Swinnin. Segment with no name. S-W-N-N. Swinnin. And now for Swinnin. <laughs> I don't know what oh, I don't know what I'm talking about okay September 17th which is today it is International Country Music Day uh, or maybe I should have said that like this and today on September 17th it is International Country Music Day and now I got a little song for y'all wrote it myself here it goes I drive a pickup truck <laughs> I don't know um yeah, okay. Uh, there, there, there are lines I could have rhymed with that, but I couldn't have said this on them. Um, there's I, like, I think you make it fun country music. No, I, I was actually raised, for the record, I was, no pun intended, for the country music record, I said, no. I, I, I was raised on country music and 50s and 60s music and all that. I grew up on country music. But country music today is just, I don't know, compared to the way it used to be, it's just not the same. Uh, used to, the, 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 old, the old school country music, I, I, I mean, a song could start, and, and if you couldn't recognize the female or male singer 
from the music at the beginning, as soon as they started singing, you'd be like, oh, that's Dolly Parton, that's Lynn Anderson, that's Ray Price, that's, you know, Sonny James, that's, that's Charlie Pride, that's Wayne and Jenny, you know, the, you know, that's Donna Fargo, you know, you, you could just, as, as soon as somebody started singing, you could automatically, you know, recognize who it was, and that, that goes for the 70s and the 80s and, you know, the, the first part of the 90s, but then it's, it's like most music, it, it just, it, there's some artists nowadays that, that you can identify the, the moment they start singing, but it just got to the point where it's like, no matter the genre, basically everybody sounded the same. They had the same sound. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. And, you know, it's, you know, it'd just be nice if, if there's more focus on people with vocal abilities than, than you know, who has the coolest image and who, who's going to make the most money for a company based on the way they look or something. You know, and, and, and it goes that way for all genres, you know. So, so I, I don't have anything with country music as long as it's good. And as long as it's original, as long as there's talent involved. But if it's just cookie-cutter crap put out so record companies can, can make money, screw it. It's, it's boring. Um, now, on the 18th, it is Cheeseburger Day. I'm looking forward to your cheeseburgers, your inch-thick burgers. Yeah, those would be good. Now, last night, yesterday, well, actually, Saturday the 16th, I mean, Saturday the 15th, was, um, you know, Cheese Toast Day, which, you know, grilled cheese, basically, and, uh, double, and uh, double Cheeseburger Day. So, last night for dinner, you made your grilled cheese. Not your famous mushroom and Swiss grilled cheese, just regular grilled cheese. Those were awesome. You're a great cook. Um... Now, on the 19th, ARG, it just talked like a pirate day. Seriously. We, we should play our Pirates of the Caribbean, our Pirates of the Caribbean life and strategical games. Talk like pirate day. Um, talk like pirate day. ARG, this damn parrot crapped on me shoulder again. Pirates must have had to do a lot of laundry, you know, letting birds right on their shoulder all day. Captain, you're, there's something on your shirt. I Oh, the damn parrot. He got me again. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. Okay, September 20th, Pepperoni Pizza Day. Pepperoni Pizza Day, yeah. I really have a joke for Pepperoni Pizza Day. Anyway, okay, on... September 21st, it is Miniature Golf Day. So, you know, so, so we, can, we can play Miniature Golf. Oh, well, we, we do have that. Okay, we have that golf board game. Now, it, it's for, it, it's it, basically like a regular golf. But, okay, hey, it's a golf game and it's a game. So, that would really be Miniature Golf, wouldn't it? No. Because it, it isn't really, you know, regular golf. Okay, if we take the miniature golf, if we take the golf game we have and we put like little animals, like plastic animals around it to make it look like a miniature golf course, then it would be miniature golf. No. Yeah, okay, where was I? Oh, yeah. Okay, September 22nd, our good friend Linda Oliver will appreciate this. It is Element Appreciation Day. Yes. Um, which was started, I, I don't remember the guy's name, but the day actually began... Uh, because of an elephant paperweight that his daughter gave him. You know, that's simple of a beginning. 
It is also ice cream cone day. Yay. Yup. Um, and it is also Hobbit day. Now, we have those four awesome Hobbit games. Well, Lord of the Rings games. Uh, Lord of the Rings Monopoly, Trivial Pursuit, Stratego, and Risk. So, so we, we should play our Lord of the Rings games on Hobbit Day. Also, I'd like to mention that we got those four games at the Funding Forever Thrift Store in Marin, Illinois, which benefits Funding for Animal Rescue, also in Illinois, Southern Illinois. I'm not sure whether they're actually located in Marion, but, you know, the rescue, the, the thrift store is, but the, but the um, rescue, animal rescue, I'm not sure if it's actually within city, Marion city limits or, you know, close to them. Um, now, September 23rd is Checkers Day. Now, you know, you, you can, of course, play the game of Checkers on Checkers Day to observe it, but it, it actually, that day got its start because of a Cocker Spaniel that Richard Nixon was given when he was, you know, running for election in 1952. And there's a big brouhaha made about it because politicians aren't supposed to accept gifts. And uh, so everybody made a big brouhaha about it. So Nixon actually did a speech where he basically, the whole speech, addressed the gift of the dog. <laughs> because people make making such a fuss about it. And he was like, you know, his kids like the dog, so no matter what, they're keeping the dog. But that, that's actually what Checkers Day is for. And now, now, if we want to observe it, we do have several Checkers games. We have a Mario Checkers. We have those two big Checkers games, with, like on the rug, the jumble ones. We have that uh, 1940s vintage checker set that we got from a few different things. should we play, sh what is it, Shelby Checker music in the background? Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes, we should play Shelby Checker music in the background. We, we could just look it up on... Uh, on Spotify, which you can also, where you can also find is Go Time, hint, hint. Um, <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, you know, so, so we, you know, and, and like I said, I don't know if you caught it now, but you know, the 1940s checker set is the one we got from the A Few Favorite Things store. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so. <laughs> Funky! Anyway, no, not the checkers game, something else. Uh, Tony and related to the show. Okay, taking another drink of Coca-Cola. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Um, <laughs> going back to what I said. I actually like those commercials back then. I know. Yeah, yeah. The, a lot of the old school stuff was so so much better than it is now. But, you know, the, the new generations came along and thought, oh, we're going to make things cooler. We're going to make things better. And uh, you compare the new stuff to the old stuff. It's like, yeah, the old stuff was classic. This new stuff is just kind of generic, you know, stuff that, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it's like Coca-Cola. I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Coke, it's the real thing. I just reminded that Wayne's World movie where they're doing all the product placement stuff. Anyway. Um, yeah, you know, had, had pizza tonight, drank Coca-Cola with it while we watched the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. WWE, now, then, and forever. Yeah. Um, by the way, n none of these people are official sponsors of the show. Um, and as you can see, with good reason. Who <laughs> make um, a lawsuit? Do not have a mission on that <laughs> podcast again. Yeah, well, it could work to my advantage. It could work to my advantage. Look, we will give you $1.5 million if you never mention this on your show again. Deal! <laughs> <laughs> 
then I'll just go, then I'll just make a list. <laughs> then I'll just do one show. I do nothing but set name companies. And I would like to thank the folks at... <laughs> I'll just spend like you know, a whole hour naming different companies and they'll all come forward. Um, yes, hi, I remember, I remember in Pepsi. Please don't mention this on your show again. <laughs> yes, uh, hi, I remember General Electric. Please don't mention our products. <laughs> um, but, um, anyway. Yes, this is the Luigi of Super Mario Brothers. Please don't mention our characters again on your show. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, tonight though was the Hell on a Cell pay-per-view on WWE, and it started at 6 o'clock. And so it's better now, though, because they used to do one pay-per-view a month, and before the, before the brand division, and SmackDown had its own roster, and Raw had its own roster, and, 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 uh, but then they, when they got, when they separated, then they began to do two pay-per-views a month, one for Raw, one for SmackDown, and that got to be a pain in the butt. So now they just do one and it's combined, but now they start at 6, 6 p.m. Central Time. So, and they go to about 10. And, uh, you know, so tonight after it went off, this Mick Foley, one, about an hour and a half show came on where he's like doing his stand-up, but not stand-up show, it's, I don't know, whatever you call that, he stands there and talks about stuff. Followed by the pay-per-view again, which is on now. Um, some good matches on it tonight. W would you say there's some good matches on it tonight? I guess, but I'm not really a big WWE fan. I know you, you just kind of tolerate. I mean, it. I mean, some of the, some of the wrestlers are pretty good. I mean, yeah. they do good at what they do because uh, it's all like taking the fighting skills and gymnastics <laughs> and acting skills and doing it into one to create yeah. the effect of everything yeah. that has to go on, and they do risk injury when they do that and it, the, you know. the, the, they've been doing some freaky stuff lately with Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton stretching out Jeff Hardy's stretch out earlobe <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you know, when, when you get your earlobe and he had one of those bigger yeah 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 the, it, it uh, the, did, did I, I forget what they call the gates what have they called the, the, the I forget what they call them not really disc but the gauge things in them or whatever yeah. and so just the normal air piercing but so yeah he put a screwdriver one of those things that makes your skin crawl um, but it wasn't a bad pay-per-view well, what's really funny is that now before the pay-per-views and stuff they may like be like the characters portrayed you know by the actors who portray them <laughs> It's like, now that it's up front, you know, these are characters being portrayed by actors. Well, you got a lot of people that don't understand that they need to be trained to do some of that stuff. These people are trained to know how to fall a certain way. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, you can see them even moving yeah, yeah. Oh, positions yeah. so, well, yeah, but, so they but, don't get hurt but, or, but, or hurt anybody else. But, but the funny thing is, though, it's not really a disclaimer. It's not really a please don't try this at home thing. It's just basically a thing trying to get themselves out of legal trouble if somebody portraying <laughs> a character doesn't. But, but, but now they have done that time, so, you know, basically come on and be like, hey, you, the idiot watching this wrestling show, don't try this with your children or your wife or your equally stupid friends when the show goes off. I know, These people are trained how to do every move and follow. And guess what? They still get hurt. Dean Ambrose was out for a long, long time with a tricep yeah. injury. I, I mean, the, even with all the training and how to land and how to move and everything being rehearsed, 
they, they still get hurt badly, yet you have these dumb yahoos like, Hey, Jimmy, let's go out in the backyard. I learned this new wrestling move today. <laughs> you know. No. And then, uh, and, and then for the next six to eight weeks, that guy and Jimmy are, are in traction. Um, but okay, thirty-six minutes into the show, babe, are you ready to start getting thrifty with it? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Sound good? Uh, let's try that again, babe. Are you ready to start getting thrifty with it? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, you kind of sound like a chihuahua <laughs> wanting out to pee. <laughs> That's a little bit too high-pitched. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, you want to try it third time. Okay, because third first time you didn't sound enthusiastic. Second time you sound like a chihuahua needing to go outside to pee-pee. Uh, okay, okay, we'll try this again. Take three. Babe, are you ready to start getting thrifty with it? Yep, yep, yep. That's pretty good. And you almost look like you were doing exercises. <laughs> Cheerleaders. <laughs> um, oh, sure. You, you you would start cheerleading routines now, and I'm not wearing my cheerleader outfit. I know. But it doesn't fit you any more good anyway. I mean, you have gained. How dare you? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> um, no, I, for those listening, I don't really have a cheerleader outfit. Um... It, it shrank the wash one time, and I, I could no longer wear it, so I didn't do it. <laughs> Let's look on eBay to see what, what you know, cheerleader outfits cost. Um, okay. What does she mean, shake my pom-poms? <laughs> Mine. I don't even know what that means. Um, okay. Got a few cool things this past week. Um, oh, b- before, before we talk about the thrifting thing. On Wednesday, the 12th, we had a game night with Linda Aaron. Yes. And uh, we played a game called Blueprints, which is really cool. I actually liked it. Then we played a game called Unspeakable Words. That one is really unique. Now, these were all his games. Um, That's really unique. The, the first game, you basically had to build like little buildings or structures out of dice. And... You, you could, you know, you it, had to hide it's, them. It's a material building. Yeah, it's like works. one dice represents wood, one glass, one stone, one steel. And you had to build your little structures. They had to match, and you get points. And I actually won that game. I actually caught on and won, which yeah. surprised me. I don't care much what. Um, <laughs> and then we played Unspeakable Words, which is a game where you have to spell words, you get dealt cards and you have to spell words with the cards and then you had to make up a sentence using the word. That one was unique. I won that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, I actually caught on I actually caught on and understood the rules of two games and actually won them. And Aaron's like, I'm going to take these games back to Goodwill. Tell them they're broken. Vince won them. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, then, and then we played um, then we played Exploding Kittens the yes. NSFW back. Um, Aaron won that one. I know. And, well, we, we played it once when we, when we were up there. We played once with Aaron, but we never got to play with Linda. Yeah. So I wanted to play when Linda could participate. And we, then we played, um, uh, what's the other game we played? Uh, oh, Bumo. A Bumo. We played Bumo for the makers of Uno. Um, and Aaron won that one. 
I know. Me and Linda, us women, gonna have to kick y'all's rear ends next time. <laughs> and, then, and then we played. We none. And then we played Pirates of the Caribbean: Liars Dies. Um, I actually won that one. So I won three games the other night, which is unusual because normally I wake, come away from there like, I feel so stupid. I never win anything. And you're going to listen to me whine all the way home. Oh, no. <laughs> but um, well, it's not that I'm a sore loser. It's just that you lose when you lose that often, you just begin to feel so stupid, especially when this game's a strategy. I mean, it's just, you know, roll of the dice things where it's like, you know, you, you can be a genius or as dumb as a box of rocks and it doesn't really matter. You know, but, but if it's games that require thinking or strategy, and you constantly lose, you begin to feel like, damn, I just wonder I can tie my own shoes. <laughs> you decide to put on your shoes the next day, and you're like, I hope I can do this. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and the cool thing is the Pirates of the Caribbean Liar's Dice game is the one that um, he wanted to trade his uh, Risk Transformers and that cool Diary of a Kid card game for. So, um, you know... And, uh, and then when you were playing it, when we were playing it, what, what are the dice that you were using broke? So there must be flimsy dice, because I, I played all kinds of dice games, and I practically slammed those things, and I never had a dice break. Well, what it was is I put the cup down. I was trying to be gentle, because... Yeah, but, yeah, but everybody those, was slamming them down. He had those little mats, yeah. so I was trying not to damage a mat, so I went down with it, the dice caught caught underneath the cup halfway and dug into the mat, tore up the mat, and but but you know what I think but you know what I think contributed it to it and I think it it it's just you know could have been anybody because the dice they have kind of a rough edge they're not smooth edge so I think that I, I think that's what makes them maybe a little bit weaker than normal dice because if you look at them they have that kind of rough edge which I guess it's supposed to simulate like you know old dice that would have been used on a pirate ship. But uh, I, I, I've played lots of dice in my lifetime. Hell, we've got business dice games that we've played with, and I've never had a dice break, so it makes me wonder about the quality of the dice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, but, uh, I, I, you know, and, and if you noticed, everybody, I, you know, was, I, I don't think you would put it down any harder than anybody else. I, I just think it's, you know, the thing. And, and Aaron will insist... I mean, Aaron will insist that you roll dice. I mean, that you shake them up really good or whatever. It's like, dude, it doesn't matter if you shake them for 20 minutes or just hold them in your hand and go, dee, 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 and then don't, this, it's, it's not going to affect the roll. <laughs> but he has this way he likes to play games. You know, so we know. Okay, now we are going to start getting drifted with it. Um, but, yeah, we, 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 well, we should take our Magic the Gathering game up there next time. Yes. And, and play it. Um, okay, getting thrifty with it. No, those are the wrong notes. Ah, right, here we go. Now, speaking of games, we uh, when we were up there Wednesday and ended up doing a game night, we also went by the stores up there. And uh, <clears throat> so um, we, uh, we we picked up some very cool games by Ravensburger. Now, we already own three Ravensburger games. We own two versions of Labyrinth, and we own a game called um, Race to Space. I think that's the name of it. And, uh, but these are really, really cool. These, these Two of them have those little nano hex bugs in them. And one is called Bugaloop, and one is called Bugs in the Kitchen. And uh, then... Uh, 
and these games go for $30.99 and $29.99. Currently on their site, they go for $30.99 and $29.99. And we picked ours up for two bucks a piece. And, and they're like new. They're, they're, they're like new. Um, and then we also picked up another cool Ravensburger game uh, called Pow Wow. It's kind of like a liar's dice game almost, even though it has no dice because you, you just try to bluff and, you know, about, you know, so it's, it's kind of that thing. Um, oh, now something I'm really proud of is we, we picked up a 1997 Simon game, which makes the ninth Simon game that we own. And uh, this one has a really cool look to it. It's kind of a translucent game with more pastel color buttons or whatever you want to call them that you push. It has like this reflective strip around it that's kind of like, um, I don't know, that not really iridescent. I don't know what they call it. It changes colors. I guess that would be iridescent, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, the cool thing is, I noticed from the instructions, that strip didn't come on there. You're supposed to apply it yourself. I, I, it's like this little bitty narrow strip. I'd say it's like a quarter of an inch, a little quarter of an inch. And, and the Simon game is about the size of a frisbee, and you had to wrap it around the entire game. That would have driven me crazy. I'm glad it, I didn't have to still do that. Um, now, another thing that we got appears to be vintage, but we can't find a date on it. It's a Betten and Bluffin. It's spelled B-E-T-T possibly N and B-L-U-F-F possibly N. Kind of a poker game, but it doesn't have it doesn't have like a deck of cards. It, it's really unique. Um, going to be interesting to see how that one plays. Um, and like I said, it looks vintage but can't find any information on it. It's one of those things that just... I, I hate it when game makers don't put a date on something. You know, put the year, put the MCM, blah, blah, blah stuff on it, Roman numeral stuff where you can look it up or something. But I, I hate it when you buy a game and you can't find the date on it. Um, we also picked up... This is what you were thrilled over. the uh, A set of Hatchimals... Twin surprise, twins, Hatchimals surprise. It's the twins, the ones that came to an egg, and uh, it's it's a PCAT set, four bucks. That thing probably went for like over sixty bucks new, and uh, so that means you got the purple set. You still need the partner for your blue one though. Still need to get the partner for your blue one. Then you have both sets because I think they only made the two, the blue set and the purple set, which is where that's our favorite colors. Um, then, oh, something I picked up, so, well, I picked up, we picked up, whatever, is a Schilling, I guess that's how you pronounce it, it's S-C-H-Y-L-L-I-N-G Kaleidoscope. Only paid 50 cents for it. I, I started collecting kaleidoscopes, I don't know why, but I, I, I've ended up with quite a few kaleidoscopes now, some vintage even, like that Galt kaleidoscope that came out in the 70s, that, that was really cool, still like that one. And... Um, Got it for fifty cents. Right now on their website, it goes for six nine nine. So, so, so we really did well this week finding things, you know, for like a fraction of the original cost. Um, and then we picked up some other things here and there uh, at stores. Um, at a local store, we put up two nineteen eighty puzzles: one Woody Woodpecker. And one Roadrunner Wiley Coyote puzzle, both hundred piece puzzles, forty nine cents each. Great shape. The boxes are in great shape. They actually have the uh, the tag from the original store they came from. It's a store called Payless. Um, so that's really cool. Um, now we also got some cool stuff this week. Not thrifting. Um, 
we, we actually didn't pick up as much thrifting as we do sometimes, but we, we found some cool stuff. I, I actually almost like it better when we just find a few really cool things, because it's like, sometimes we just find so much, it's like, oh man, where are we going to put it? Um, but we picked up a um, Super Mario level up game, well we didn't pick it up actually, we got it in the mail, we ordered it on eBay. And also, and this makes our 31st Clue game. Because last week we got the uh, gift edition that was in a tin, which I'd never heard of that one before. I actually came across it looking, I think, for the 50th anniversary one. But, um, and then this week uh, we got the 50th anniversary edition of Clue, also in a tin from eBay, and uh, man, those games are cool, aren't they? I mean, yes. those are those are really unique. Mm -hmm. Those are really super unique, the playing pieces and everything else. The 50th anniversary one was cool. It has these little pewter pieces of each character, and they're on these little colored bases to match them. And then the gift edition has these fancy wooden playing pieces with with a gold bottom. So they're, they're really cool. And the, and the 50th edition board has the, like the shiny gold highlights on the board. And and the cool thing is the each game is numbered the gift edition and the 50th anniversary it's like they're numbered because I guess they were each limited edition so like the board has these stickers on them with like a number on them so I guess they were actually limited editions it wasn't just, you know so mass produced like all the regular Clue games so so those are really cool I really like those and um, now at Target we picked up a cool game called Spirits of the Wild. That one's really cool. And we're actually going to play that one when we get done doing the show while we're listening to the playback of the show um, and everything else. And, you know, now, now so that one should be fun. Um, oh, oh, yeah, something else we got this week. Uh, we got also got this at a uh, Funding Forever thrift store was Rock'em Sock'em Robots for a buck. Now, I, I, it turns out it's just like the one that you got me for my birthday in 2017. But, you know, hey, it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's a buck, you know. And, and the money goes to help kitties. And now they're also getting into helping dogs there, too. You know, rescuing dogs, pulling them from shelters and this and that. So, so that's cool. Um, I, I don't think we really picked up any cool books this week. I don't think we did. I don't think we got any cool books. Because no. I don't really remember it. Um, but, oh, we, we did pick up a 1982 Yahtzee. It's missing some of the dice, but we just got it. We just got it for the oh, dice, dice cup. cup. Yeah. And what's funny is we've been wanting to get just a dice cup because we have so many games that have dice, and it's better if you have them in a cup. Especially some of the games because some of the games have like six or more dice, and it's hard to hold them all in your hand. But um, you know, whenever we'd find a Yahtzee game and think, oh, okay, this would be good for a dice cup, it turned out that it would be a game that we didn't already own, and it would be complete. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> get this Yahtzee game. Finally, found an incomplete Yahtzee game. Uh, it looks like somebody stamped something all over the box. It's got, got these eight marks all over the box. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so that was cool. Um, oh, yeah, I discovered something last night while I was rearranging games. We have this game cl called Clever Endeavor. It came out, in, I think, in 1989. And what they did was they put ads in different publications, magazines, paper, newspapers, whatever, for people to submit questions for the game. And there was actually a question submitted by Gary K. Shepard from Carbondale, Illinois, my hometown. I was born there. So that was cool. 
you know, all like that. You know, it's, it's always cool to get a game with connections to where you're from or whatever. Or some place you live, whatever, like that. Uh, Zaps, I, I think that's the name of it, dice game that we have that was put out by a company in Heron, Illinois, where I also lived as a child. <laughs> I, moved, I moved around a lot in Illinois. Um, in Southern Illinois when I was a kid. But, um, so, uh, I'm still moving around in Southern Illinois. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, so so that that's cool. But but the other night we played um we played a game called uh what's the name of it again? Samurai Spirit. Is it? Uh, I can't read it. I can't read it. Okay, it's right beside of me. Um, and if these fall, I'm going to openly cry. I almost said on camera. <laughs> it's not camera. It's a microphone. I openly cry on my microphone. Okay, it is called um. Oh yeah, it is. Okay, it's called Samurai Spirit. Um, took us forever to figure that game out. It, it, games are becoming so complicated now. I mean, it, it's like it's like they've almost run out of simple ways to play games. Well, it's not this complicated. It's all like these video games. They got too many fun things that you have to remember in a row to do. Like, in order to destroy that bad guy, you have to hit the A button twice, the B button three times, the C button once, and the D button, you know, 50 times. I mean, it's, you know, it's, by the time you get done, you think, which... No, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, once we got it, it was kind of easy to play. And, and it's not really a player against player game. You kind of, it's for two to four players, or no, two to six players. Yeah. And you, you kind of join for, no, two to seven players. Two to seven players. Uh, I, I can look at the box. It's right here. Um, um, yes. Well, you know, I don't even see where it says on the box how many players it's for. Here, give it to me. Okay. Okay. My fiance is now taking the box in her hands. Okay. What you do is you open it up and see how many pieces, playing pieces. I'm pretty sure it's seven. I'm pretty, but, um, I'm pretty it's, sure it's, it's fun, fun Forge. Fun Forge, 2014. Put it on 2014. Here's your playing pieces. One, two, three, four. There you are. Seven, right? Yeah. I can't see the way you're holding it, but seven. Yes, okay. It is for two to seven players. Well, actually, no, one to seven players, because you can actually play by yeah, yourself. Yeah, you can play by yourself. Yeah, which I'm not sure that would work. But, but, but it's for, for well, one... Well, you just tried to rescue the village. Yeah. So... Yeah, so I guess it'd work, because yeah. you just play the cards, draw the cards. So it's from one to seven players, put up by Fun Forge, 2014. And uh, there's seven different samurai characters, and you start out human, then you become animal, then you take on an animal form. Um... And, um, okay, there we go. And it's, you know, you're trying to save the village. And there's all the, and, and totally screwed up playing it the first night. We, we both misinterpreted some of the rules. But after reading the rules more carefully and watching an instructional video online, <laughs> um, we, we tried it again last night. And, and it's actually pretty fun. And like I said, you're not working against each other. It's not player versus player. You're working as a team. To save the village yeah. and everything else. So, so it's a unique game. It's a unique game. And tonight we're going to try Spirits of the Wild. Last night we began to try a game called Titan Race. Also put out by Fun Forge, right? Yes. In 2015. 
Oh, this game's really cool looking. Really cool looking. But we began to play it like at 3 a.m. in the morning and start looking at the rules. We already had the game set up, but then we started looking at the rules and thought, okay, there's no way in hell we're going to get this done at 3 o'clock in the morning. So we decided to wait till another night. Um, but that's pretty much it for the show. That, that's pretty much it for um, the show. Yes. I, I'd like to, you know, hope that everybody that's in the path of the... Well, I guess it's a, a it's downgrade to a... Hurricane, tropical storm now. Tropical depression, what they call, call yeah. it now. But I'm hoping everybody stays safe. And please do not forget your animals. They yeah, yeah, people going so off. Yeah, people many going pictures off. of animals... Yo, that are trapped. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, see, left the, them. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. One quick thing, um, uh, you know, if you have to leave, you know, t take your animals. Don't don't leave animals behind. I, I'm sure the folks at Funding Forever would agree with that. I mean, even if you can't take them with you, don't leave them caught where they can't even yeah. survive. I mean, let them out. At least yeah. they can get somewhere, maybe. Maybe. I but, mean, but, but if floodwaters are coming in, you know. Yeah. Well, they, they, they you know, saw away. those kennels. Some dogs was even dead in them. So, I mean, so please try to take your animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't just, you know, don't just run and go out of hell with the dogs, hell with the cats. You know, do, do what you can. Um, good point. Good point. I was just sitting around when you bring up the important, <coughs> important stuff. Usually, if I leave you time. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you know, it's it just you know, good thing to you know, if you if you gotta leave and you have pets, don't just abandon the pets, you know. Just, I mean, you wouldn't abandon your kids. Well, no. at least I would hope not. Yeah, so, so, the way some people parent, I wouldn't bet on it. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, the, Jimmy, if you get hungry, just swim over to the cupboard. There's food in there. Trust me. Um, but, um, you know, but yeah, you know, good point. You know, don't, don't abandon animals, um, you know, because, you know, it, it's kind of cool in a sense. Okay. Uh, that is, I, I guess, all the time we have for stuff on this show. Uh, I'd like to say, you know, thanks to everybody who listens, as always. And uh, good to be on Apple Podcast now as well. So thank you guys for picking up the show. And everything, and but before we go, I have to, as I always do, and I'm sure people are like, hey, "Man, is he doing that again?" Yes, I like to do it. I feel like must. So anyway, I gotta thank my fiance for helping me out, babe. Good job, as always. You did great. Thank you. Like I always say, possibly better than me, <laughs> probably better than me. Um. Anyway, love you, baby. I love you, my twinkle toe stardust wolfie. Twinkle Toe Stardust Wolfie. I like that one. Twinkle Toe Stardust Wolfie. Um, okay, everybody, that is it for the show. Um, hope you dug it. Hope you listen to the next one and dig it as well. Never know what we're going to talk about or say on this show, <laughs> especially me. Um, so, anyway, everybody, that's it. Thanks for listening. I am the man called Crow. She is my fiance called Wolf Eyes. This is a show called It's Crow Time. Ta-ta for now.